life on the road. It's these tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for tuning in the Road Stories Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of the All Things Comedy Network. Engineer Aaron, what's going on at... Oh, Engineer Aaron isn't here. We're not at the All Things Comedy Studio. We're at the Road Stories Podcast Studio at Casa de Valeriano, back where it all started. Not true. It started at my old house, but we'll just pretend, we'll just pretend it I started like this there. place. It's, yeah. It's just this, yeah, I dig this. I this is I my, place like this. Yeah, my man cave. Nice. Yeah, people dig it. Um... The one conceit was I had to I have to give it up when relatives come. Yeah. So I have yeah. so this right here oh, is a Murphy, Murphy bed. bed. Or as mm-hmm. I like to call it, a Murray bed. Nice. Because that's bed. my name, Gary. <laughs> my name's Murray. And it sounds like Murphy. I made the connection. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm right on your tail, buddy. All right, buddy. All right, just making sure. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's a godsend. I love it. It's great. I keep my merch over there, you know, yeah. CDs, DVDs, work from there, blah, blah, blah. It's got a shower. My closet. Mary might just be moving me out of the house now that I think about I, yeah, it. Yeah, like, <laughs> slowly but surely, I'm slowly gonna, pushed out. Hey, why you. don't we put this office on Pico Boulevard, <laughs> just <laughs> two miles away? Um, uh, really excited for these guys uh, coming in today. Um, I apologize to start on a downer here today, but um, good friend. Uh, Greg Barrett's sister passed away. Oh, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> yeah, you are. Sorry, guys. <laughs> wow, I was expecting this. <laughs> wow, Welcome know. to the show, Dan. I know. Yeah, wow, that's great. I, I, you know, I met. I only. I never met her. I met. I met Greg. Uh, we did a South Africa festival years ago, and he was the coolest dude. He's yeah, the coolest dude. We went on this. Uh, Maybe to try and lighten it up. We 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 went on a, a hike together. I almost ruined a, a show for Greg Barrett once. <laughs> Where um, I thought I had things figured out more than I did, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, let's go on this big." He's a, he wanted to go on a hike, and we went on this hike in, in Cape Town together. And and I didn't realize that my phone <laughs> wouldn't have reception up there. I'm like, "Yeah, we'll just go up and you know walk. It's a little walk to get to the hill, and then we'll do the hike. And then you know we had a show that night, and then we'll just call a taxi and you know and come back. And then we, we went up there, and uh, and it took us way longer. It was much farther away <laughs> than I had sold him on. And sure. the hike was a lot longer of a hike than I sold him on. And then when we got back, we are just exhausted and dead and it's hot. And then we have like two hours until the show. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't have a connection. I'm not going to be able to. So long story short on that, we had to walk all the way back to the hotel. Because by the time we got close enough to call a taxi, it was just pointless. Right. And we both just were. We barely made the show, but we're just gas we're just so exhausted and, but you know what i will say like i didn't i'd only met him like that that week uh-huh. never was mad about it laughed about it in the moment was right, just right. like a super like one of the nicest especially out of the guys you meet that have done it a while you know and it's like a lot of guys that have been touring for a long, sure, long time sure. get real bitter and yeah, stuff yeah. not a pinch of that with no, that guy super positive dude yeah, nah he, i love greg super good guy. like i said i only met him i've met him like three or four uh-huh. handful of times yeah. but the first time i met him i was doing a guest spot at the Laugh Factory, and it was like kind of like an alt show, but I didn't sure. weirdly belong yeah. for some reason. I don't know. Because you're not alt? Because I'm not alt, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, 
show was done and, and they were all kind of going off to some other place and Greg made it a point to, to leave that thing, come back and invite me. It was, it was like, it was so cool. Everyone else kind of was like on their own. He sure, sure. Like, yeah. He came back and go, hey, Gary, do you, we're going to go do this. Oh, very cool. You're more than welcome to, to join us. And, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Excellent. Yeah so, I, yeah. so yeah. So he's a good guy. Yeah. Sure. And we're sorry about the passing was. of Kristen. She's, yeah, she was a geez. wonderful person. I'm sorry. I've never gotten emotional on this podcast before. Uh, so we'll miss Kristen. She's a lovely woman. And, um, you know, uh, I know a lot of you guys uh, are fans of Greg's. And we're fans of Walking in the Room. He had a great podcast, yeah. uh, him and Dave. So if you want to put a little shout on his Facebook wall or maybe tweet at him, although I think he's off Twitter, um, I'm sure he'll appreciate it. So I used to think just pulling a muscle in your sleep was the hardest part about getting older, but it's people dying, apparently, <laughs> right. is the hardest yeah, part yeah. about you. Know. Yeah. So enough yeah. on that. You don't uh, go to weddings anymore. You go to funerals. Now. Yeah, like, seriously, yeah. man. Um, yeah, it's terrible. So rest in peace, Kristen. You're definitely a, 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 a bright side. I saw her a couple of weeks ago. She was nothing but hugs and smiles. So Greg, hang in there. Um, I look forward to having you on this podcast at the podcast festival, but more on that later. All right. Let's talk about getting drunk on the road. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of getting drunk on the road, I just did the Fort Lauderdale improv last weekend. That nice. was a blast. Cool. Uh, thanks to the road stories podcast listeners who came out. I love when you introduce yourself and come up and say, hi, I like when you wear the t-shirts. That's always cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you haven't got a t-shirt, you know where to get them. I'll, I'll talk more about that later. Um, but man, that is the loudest chat. Have you ever done it? Uh, Fort Lauderdale? Years, I, a long time ago, but but not... Uh, one of the first clubs, kind of road clubs I, I worked, actually, uh-huh. and then just a horrible week. <laughs> wasn't ready for it. Didn't go back. But uh, Oh, really? I was, just, I was just in Tempe, though, this last weekend, mm-hmm. and I think those clubs are related somehow. Like Joel, some... Oh, some, yeah. Some kind of ownership relation, because they were talking about Fort Lauderdale a lot. Yeah, there. yeah. The- yeah. One of the Lisa, there's a new booker of Fort Lauderdale who worked in Tempe yeah, forever. And yeah, now there's some kind, kind of, of connection somehow. Com- yeah, the backing between the two. But I, but they were all talking it up as well. Yeah, but uh, they have a thing which we were talking about just before we recorded called a loaded Corona. Okay, which is a Corona, which I love. I'm a Southern California sure, boy. I like the like the surf. I like to drink Corona and uh, a shot of Patron. Okay, in the Corona. It's terrible. It is you the know, worst. One and the other. Yeah. You drink the Patron. And Patron's and like a it, sipper, it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Right? It's not like the crappy yeah. tequila. To, you're it it to doesn't sip hurt it. as bad as usual tequila. Right, right. Uh, but have the tequila and then wash it down with beer. Yeah. And enjoy the beer the whole time. Why do you have to have every sip <laughs> taste yeah, horrible? Yeah. And then I also had for the first time it's Cuban like coffee. Bomb. You ever have oh, Cuban coffee? Uh, is Cuban, wait, Cuban coffee, is that when they put a little bit of spice in the... Uh, I'm thinking of a Cuban mocha, Oh, okay. maybe, where it's like the spicy chocolate. But Oh, no, this is Cuban coffee, mm. and they serve I it... I feel like I have. I can't ...in a that. cup, which is smaller than a shot glass. Oh, I have not. Because that's all you need. You, that you're is, wired. You're wired. And I didn't... I, you know, I was super tired by like Saturday night. So I, they got me and I rarely drink coffee past four, but I needed to wake up. So I had one of those and instantly my heart was like, and then I washed it down with a loaded Corona. And then I didn't know how I felt. 
Like, wow. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is, I'm funky. I'm feeling funky right now. I don't it's funny know. when you drink coffee a lot and then every once in a while, but then you get this like, you know, pure, like a hundred percent caffeine shot, you know, just how complete adrenaline. Man. Yeah. Yeah. There Drunk was um, an alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it was. But man, this, this club is talky. Like I knew wow. I talked to a bunch of comments, like Dan Gabriel was on last week. Oh Yeah. He was saying, oh, yeah, it's a fun, rowdy club. You're going to love it, you know, because, you know, especially if you smoke pot because they're doing, like, the marijuana logs. Okay. Him and Kameen and and those Gennarge and those guys. Yeah. "Mm, I talk about being a dad. (laughs) I do a little bit of a different show down there. But it turned out to be a blast. But um, the reason I bring it up is because I had to do something which I normally don't like to do, especially this is my first time at Fort Lauderdale. I I don't like to do this at all during a show. But um, the, the club seats... You know, first section is the floor. Then I guess you know, second section kind of mezzanine-ish, and then third section balcony-ish. Yeah. And they sold 120 tickets that day, which was a group of parents in town for a baseball, a little league yeah, baseball yeah, yeah. thing. Right. And apparently, they hadn't seen each other in like a decade. Oh God. So they decided, hey, we should catch up. During Let's go to a comedy show. Yep. It was Dan. I'm not lying because I talked to the manager. It was literally 120 people talking to each other at this level and the mc god bless really good mc uh, uh jordan i'm blanking on your last name buddy sorry uh good mc but didn't know yeah. didn't have the chops didn't know yeah, how to yeah. handle it so he just barreled through his material came off complete flop sweat yeah and uh and so like i i was uh i was middling for my buddy lachlan patterson um, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it works. Mary, my wife is from Fort Lauderdale, so whenever I go down there, I try to get some time. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. And so Locke happened to be headlining. I'm like, "Hey, mind if I middle?" He's like, "You don't mind if you don't mind." So it worked out really yeah. well. Cool. So, but about five minutes into it, man, they were just overpowering me. Yeah, and I, I had to shut it down. And this is Friday, so I've only first show Friday first show. So I've only had one show under my belt with this club. Sure. And the managing staff. This is the first time they're seeing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I can't believe I got to fucking do this. And sure <laughs> enough, man, I'm just like, I tried as nice as I could just to get them to be quiet. And then after about 10 minutes of it, I had the first section and the second section all turn around and say, shut up as yeah, loud as they great. could, man, to shut them up. <laughs> and of course, that morphed into shut the fuck up by half oh, the sure, crowd. Sure. So, so that, yeah. that shut them up for like 15 minutes. Wow, yeah, and then they started. Well, that's back on the again. club. When you have a group that size, it's that's on the club. I mean, the club needs to like go around, mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, guys, I know you're having fun, right? But there's a show going on. Not everybody else here is part right. of your party. Sure, quiet down. That's on them. Yeah, yeah well, I, then, uh, to be honest oh. with you, Justin at the Improv was he was starting to ring tickets up. He's like, we're, you okay. know, we're gonna ask these guys to leave, okay, and we're gonna make them pay. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, but it's 120 and, and, and people, and that's just a random thing. I mean, that's so rare. You know. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you know, God, I feel, I feel like whenever there's a this comes up, just whoever's listening to this episode, shut the fuck up when you go to a comedy club. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like how hard is that for people? And shut the fuck up. Don't <laughs> yeah. wait till the show's over. Right. Like you know, I, I've I've snapped. I oh have, yeah. I, I go to uh, threatening violence mode oh, at that point. When let's uh, hear it. Oh no! Like like I well, I mean I I don't lose my temper too often. Sure. Uh, and, and I like we were just talking about this funny opening up. Like I would never do this. Yeah. Like if I was open up, open up for Regan, for example, I would just take it. I'm like, this is not my show. Yeah. Right. I'm just gonna be nice. But when, when it's my show, because he's about that's about the only time I do that now is I'll, I'll I'll either work for him or do my own shows. Right. And I'm I've uh 
I've said the most horrific things to audience members. Like I've sat on the edge to, to men. Sure. Women, I get real verbal, but to men, I'm just like, I'm going to fucking crush your face in the parking lot after this fucking show, you piece of shit. And just like stare at them. I'm like, I'm like, you want to keep talking? I'm like, come up on stage right now. I will fucking beat your ass in front of this entire audience. I, like I'll go, like I'll turn into my dad. My dad was right, more right. of like a violent guy. Right. And I'm just like, take the, off your belt. The vein is bulging in my forehead, but that's, that's like maybe four or five times and all the time I've been sure, doing comedy. Sure, sure. And, and that's always at that one club where it's like, I've talked to the you know mm -hmm. manager beforehand. Hey, can you please quiet them down? And every once in a while you work at that club where no one cares. Right. Okay. You know? Oh yeah. And no just worst. like, okay, okay, well, you know, no one else is going to 50% of the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's It's just, it just it makes me so angry though. When somebody, I, I, it's just narcissism, I guess they, yeah, they yeah. just, uh, uh, either are unaware or are aware but don't care mm -hmm. that they're ruining everyone else's show. Yeah, I, yeah. I have a hard time even going to movie theaters because I'm so sensitive to it now. I um <laughs> made my fiance so like uncomfortable, but um there were some teenagers, like a group of like four of them, a while back talking in the movie theater. Like no one was there. Right. <laughs> I just I, just, I screamed at them. Like everybody in the theater heard it. Yeah. Where I'm like, you're not in your fucking living room. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck. I mean, I can't. You're scared by scream. Shut the fuck up. Right. And then just stared at them. <laughs> And they got real uncomfortable for about, and then they all got up and left the movie. And uh, I was the one person enjoying the movie after that because now I'm the crazy guy. I was, I was totally relaxed. I put my feet up on the chair in front of me. I'm like, ah, this is great. And then I could start talking on your cell phone. <laughs> no, <it's that. laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, Dan. Oh, by the way, this is Dan Cummins. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't even introduce oh, you nah. guys. Dan Cummins and of course Gary Brightwell sitting in on the co-host spot. Yeah. Thanks again, Gary, for coming last minute. Uh, Dan's a Dan's a big dude. I mean, not. Lisa, he's a solid dude, so you got to be pretty intimidating to a, a couple of it's, it's girls. It's probably why texting. I do the the. We're talking about crab and stuff. I started getting more into it just because it's like I don't I I never want to have I, I don't ever want to have to get into a, a fight. I would sure. rather never ever have that happen. Sure, sure. But I want the knowledge to know that I, the odds I got decent odds. Yeah, yeah. If something goes down, because just just to have the right, confidence yeah. to be like shut up, right, and have them respect it, right. Because I know dudes, women. Don't respect it as much because uh, there's not uh, enough of a threat of them being beaten in public. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, so so they're just like, whatever. I can say what I want. I can, you know, you're not gonna hit me. Uh, but guys, I feel like there is in most guys the back of their head. They're like, okay, if I keep pushing it, yeah, I might get popped. <laughs> I may get smacked. You know, and it's like just just that is enough to kind of be like, oh, I'm gonna quiet down. Yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be quieter now. My favorite thing about that story is like. And I've seen it, you know, I've been with other comics where yeah, they yeah, yeah. obviously ah, snapped the on worst. stage. But the greatest thing is trying that transition back into oh, yes. the material. Yes. Is the it's best. hilarious. It's the best. It's, it's the uh, best to watch. I will crush your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody got kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and what's funny What's funny for me is a lot of my material is about uh, death and violence. Uh-huh. And so it's like about just hatred of society. So so then but they don't have to work comments in in those situations where I'm like, yeah, it's not quite as uh, as funny when it's not as hypothetical, is it? <laughs> you know, when, when now when when now you're thinking, oh, this guy really does want to kill people. He oh, really truly does want to kill people. Just learned about truth in comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I, I have threatened, and then he backs it up with jokes about it. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he could be serious. Now, but, have you ever gotten into words? And uh, I know we're kind of getting off the topic here, but I. I might have told the story. I, I'm, I'm a pretty avid surfer, oh, that's and cool. yeah. um, I've gotten into words with guys. Like, yeah. but do you ever like they don't know I'm a comedian, so they don't 
like they're almost they're taken aback by my smartassness and quickness of coming back. Oh, you to mean them? like off stage, yeah. just out in life? Like, yeah, yeah, like out in like, life. Argument with yeah, people? like a guy came up to like started it because he said I dropped in on him surfing and he came at me with an attitude and I just kept slamming him shut with my and he was just like yeah yeah which by the way only makes them more mad oh <laughs> because yeah. yeah not only are they getting burned but they're confused right, on right. why how is this guy doing yeah, yeah. so it just makes them more enraged in yeah. real life god i not as much as i would like to i wish i had more of those <laughs> i have take up surfing yeah take up yeah i'm trying to think of like <laughs> things i stayed as strange i mean usually it is it's not as clever it's just angry right but like uh I did I, the fun. It just went pops in my head, but I did have it. It is fun when you get uh, older and you don't care as much about like what other people think of you and that sure, kind sure. of stuff. And I do remember I used to do a lot of colleges. I don't really do many more, uh, many now. I'm just kind of aged out or right. not interested yeah. in right. doing those. Um, but uh, I remember one time some like student activities, not director, maybe like an RD or something, mm. but somebody who was used to being in charge, but was probably like 24, 25, was having some meeting. Uh, near where I was talking to some uh, students after a show. Mm-hmm. And we were having a loud, animated conversation. But we were in a public, like, student union building type place. It's not like we were in this person's living room. Right. And then this person came over to me and was just like, excuse me, uh, we are trying to have a meeting. And you are totally, like, interrupting it. It's right. very blah, 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 something like that. And uh, and I just felt like she was in the wrong and so it was just fun just to be a smart ass. Like the students got such a kick out of it. Where I'm, like, I'm like, you know, that's so funny because I was about to walk over to you and say that your boring, stupid, pointless <laughs> meeting was kind of infringing <laughs> on the fun of our conversation. So maybe you could take your stupid nonsense somewhere else. And she just like just all the power like seeped out of her. And yeah. just it was so priceless right. to look on her face where she just like she didn't have anything to say. Right. She, it just went and then just turned around and walked away. But I was like, yeah, I don't I don't care what you think. Yeah. You know, it's like. It's one of those things where, like, in your head, you almost want to tell them, it's like, you don't understand. I do this for a living. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> this with, is what I know how to do. Right. With much drunker people than you, yeah, you don't make yeah. sense. I can take whatever you got. Yeah. I remember I did it. I, I, I laid into a guy, and I rarely lay into You know, I go, I go by the, we've talked about it on the podcast before, I go by the uh, roadhouse rules of be nice until, oh, it's, yes. until it's no longer time to be nice. I, I, me too. Actually, and, yeah. um, I went. I bypassed. I bypassed the nice part one night because <laughs> I would, This was early on, and I was tanking outside somewhere up near Spokane. I believe. Okay, um, we we're talking about that earlier. And I and the guy was like, "The only time nobody yeah, ever heckles yeah. you suck. That's a myth. Nobody oh, ever does right. that." This guy did it, and. Was not wrong. I was. Oh, I was. The worst. I was. That's the worst when you know they're right. Yeah, I was yeah. N- newly back in the game. Oh, I right. was not doing well, <laughs> and and he, you sucked, and I laid into him, and I laid into him so much that I had to back. Like I caught myself. Like if yeah. I say anything yeah. else, this guy's going to charge the stage and going to punch. Rightfully so again. Yeah. <laughs> and then the best part was, I asked the door guy if he could walk me to my car, and he said. <laughs> No. Oh, what a sad <laughs> night. Oh, Who's going to get my back? Dennis Blair, the guy I was opening Ron for. You know? me. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, just like, happened no. to be in the wrong place with the guy that's... No. That, that is the worst where... <laughs> Yeah, like when you're not doing well, and then you go too aggressive. Like, so now you don't have the audience on your side. Oh, you don't yeah, have yeah. the staff on your side. You're, right. you're just an island of sadness <laughs> unto yourself up there, you know, with no one. I, I have lost it early on, though, doing a lot of crazy – because I started in Spokane. Oh, okay. Doing that, and uh, – yeah, which is why I'm moving back to Coeur d'Alene. It's like because my kids are my kids are at uh, at my Coeur d'Alene house now every other week. My fiance, okay. my fiance's up there full time. Am I saying that Coeur d'Alene? Right? Uh huh. Okay, yeah. I've never heard of it. 
It's a it's a smaller city. It's just mm-hmm. like a half hour from Spokane. Real okay. pretty. It's like a little lake resort yeah, community. Really nice. Washington's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, and Idaho is even better. Oh, home, is that Idaho? My home state. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, oh, no worries. I just have a, a uh, I'm one of the few Idaho pride people. Okay. Where there's not a lot of us. Most and people, it, it's like, oh, I'm from Idaho. And doesn't Idaho have it. like a like a long and then kind like of fattens out at the mm-hmm. bottom? Yep. Right, right. So you're you're, you're up, up, up in, in the, the long part, up in the calf yeah. area. Yep, okay. up near Canada, uh, or nearish. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did all these rough rooms, like really rough rooms, where some of my roughest stories were like right in the very first two years. Sure. Like I remember one guy breaking a bottle at the bar and going to charge me with a broken bottle. Whoa. Like I was like a that was like an open mic. <laughs> It, like a year in, uh, and so, luckily somebody grabbed him, you know. Right, so, right. But um, but there was this one place that was notorious. They may still do comedy there. Uh-huh. Good times. Does that place sound familiar? The Good Times Bar in Spokane, Washington. No, not at all. I've it only was, been to Spokane a handful of times. Okay, it was infamous in the one nighter circuit okay. of the Northwest because it had. When I was up there, it had been running every Sunday night for like 27 un- uninterrupted years. Mm-hmm. John Fox was booking it at that time. David Tribble had booked it. The other late people. John Fox or the other San John Francisco Fox? San Francisco John Fox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the not Seattle the Underground. John. No, John, no. Not the comedian John Fox. Okay. No, 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 no. no, no, no enough no, of no. death, Mur. Why do you keep bringing up death? <laughs> I know. We were talking about it before the show, too. I've had some death. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> but like... um. But this room was a nightmare, and it was funny. It was notorious for it had run for so long, every mm-hmm. Sunday night, free comedy, and it was the worst where it was just like this neighborhood bar and a trashy neighborhood bar, right. huge, big, open ceilings, like everything you you don't want in a comedy club. Sure, sure. Big, open ceilings, so the laughter evaporates. Um, high stage, like for like bands, right. so you're disconnected from the audience. Free, so there's no value on the show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, neighborhood bar, so you're infringing on their territory. And the door, the main entrance, is right next to you on stage. So the whole time you're doing their show, there's a dude checking IDs and having conversation with every single person that comes in. Right, like right. it is impossible to do well. And I've seen, I'd seen so many bad shows. And I just like didn't care. I went there one night. They booked me like last minute or whatever. And I'm like, I hate this place so much. And it was me versus the room sure. intentionally. And it was, and I got to say, it was very freeing. I just like told them what I thought of their basically like socioeconomic status <laughs> and like intelligence. And I was like, you fucking retard. Like just going like, you know, just off. And it was very freeing. To, right, like, right, right. And ironically, best show I ever had there. Oh, really? Because about a third of them got really into how angry I was. Mm-hmm. And like they knew that I was saying truth about the room. And then, you know, the other two thirds were like, who's this arrogant piece right, of, of course. shit? But still, the third was the most I'd ever grabbed of that room. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. It's hilarious. Good times. <laughs> good times, yeah. And it was like, like a weird... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you have to say that after a guy comes at you with a broken bottle. You have to go, ah, good times. Good times. <laughs> good times. <laughs> let, me, let me throw oh, this God. name at you. Yeah. Swackhammers? Swackhammers in Spokane? That? Spokane? That was a nightclub that is... No longer in existence. Right, I would imagine. But I think I did do a show at Swackhammer's one a, time. I did a weekend at Swackhammer's. Get or out of Friday, here. Friday, Saturday, or yeah, yeah. That my, was actually my first road gig ever. Was Swackhammer's? Yes. That is what hilarious. What was the guy's name who booked it? It wasn't Tribble. It was like a... It was like a... Chris Warren. No. Nick Tyson. No. What was his name? Parker? Parker? Don, Par- Don Parkins. Parkins. Don Parkins. He's still booking a room there. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Is he shady? You know what? This is the only I, time I ever dealt with them. And I don't like, and we're not a big sell okay. anybody out type thing. No, so no, no. If you're no, uncomfortable no. answering that, Spokane has a very unique old guard comedy. Uh-huh. And it's like, I love talking to people who like Keith Stubbs in Utah and knows, sure. knows all these guys. Yeah, yeah. And where I started, where there was Don Parkins, uh, Nick Tyson, mm-hmm. um, 
and, and then a couple other Jim Green, a couple other guys, sure. but they were really kind of fly by the seat of their pants. Uh-huh. You know, they always had like a swag cameras. They always had something going locally. And what they would do is they would book a few out of town guys, mm-hmm. and then they would just kind of book each other, and they would just run oh, the so place into comics. the ground. They're okay. all comics, and but they but they're comics who like I love them to death. But it's not like they're working on new material. Sure, it's not. They just like being in the scene. Mm-hmm. But they money was always tight is maybe the best way but okay. the, you you would not be uh the first person to have to wait a while to get your money if that was the case sure. don i do feel like always from my knowledge always paid eventually okay but money might be a little tight here and there there was another guy in spokane for a long time chris warren who did not pay at all oh really we got ran out of town eventually oh okay but the scene was so i, I didn't realize because i had nothing to compare it to right right but it was so wild west you uh-huh. know where i started doing comedy great place to start sure because you got so much stage time because they're like wait this this kid doesn't care about getting paid <laughs> and, 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 he, and he'll do new stuff, you know, because there's yeah, only yeah. like, you know, at the time, 10. This is, I bet, swag cameras. I bet you were there, what, late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's what, you know, I started in 2000 there. Mm-hmm. And man, you had so much stage time if you were willing just to go try. Right. You know, you right. I, I was featuring for those guys like a month in. Oh, wow. Like literally a month after my first open mic because they didn't have anybody else. Oh, you know right. what? They were going to headline me. This was my first oh, yeah. road gig and they yeah. were going to headline me. And, yeah. and Joey Diaz. I was oh, like, Joe, get out of here. Joe Joe like, no, Mur, no. I didn't even look at headlining gigs until I was eight years into it. Don't do it. Don't do wow, it. Wow. Wow. So, all right. I was like, you want a headline? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'll middle for you. <laughs> yeah. But I don't remember yeah. Don Parkins being, uh, I don't want to badmouth the guy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just remember like, once I got up there, yeah. the money changed. Yeah, that, yeah. And I don't know if I that's don't just doubt that. me telling a story. No, nope, nope, okay. you're probably right. You're probably right. right. There was a lot of. Um, they're an interesting. It was kind of like, well, you're oh, here. Where the money there, you were told, and then yeah. you get up there, and yeah. then the money's now different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that twenty five dollars is going towards your hotel room. Well, yeah, that, I don't remember Don, that. Don's always been good to me, but I, but I, but because I was just you know able to get local time. Sure. But uh, there's actually a new room there now that I'm doing in a few weeks. Spokane Comedy Club, like a full time room. I yeah, it's which, called Spokane Comedy Club. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah I heard it's good, good right? Yeah, it's supposed to be good. Mark yeah. Marin's, Nick Schwartzen, a bunch okay. of guys are you know working it, so it's uh, they're giving it a go. But uh, so now, now that I'm working that, I don't know if Don will feel betrayed. Oh sure. But I always did like him and Nick's. Those 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 are the guys. Yeah, I, first, I started with. But, yeah. But there, yeah, there's always stories about them. <laughs> you know, somebody having a problem with some money or something. Uh-huh. You're you're not you're far from alone. Okay. Well, I don't, like alone. I said, we don't like to badmouth people on this uh, yeah. podcast unless yeah. it's an absolute. And they're guys for some and for some reason I would have no problem with but like other people having problems with them. But it's like it's like I give because I where I started I almost give them a pass where it's oh, like. Sure. Like how you'll you'll let your your uncle say shit to you, right. but if some you know guy on the street, you'd be like, "Fuck, get out of here, you fucking dirtbag!" Yeah. But it's like, "Ah, no, nah, it's Uncle Johnny. He's yeah. uh, he, he says crazy things. <laughs> yeah, it's Uncle Dave. Uh, you know, that's how he is. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like, yeah, it's done. That's how he is." Uh, yeah, I can't believe that was my first road gig, and then the, we had to do two nights at Swack Hammers. Then we had Swackhammers. Thursday night off, and we also the Sunday night show was in a pool hall, and. Was it in Spokane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure that wasn't Good Times? Because Good, time, good Times had some pool tables. It might have been. It might have been. Swaghammers is definitely it was. Hammers, but I it bet it was. Good times. I bet you did a Sunday night in Good Times. Okay, yeah. that sounds right. Yeah. Sure, because all I heard was just the breaking of balls. And yeah, then, I forgot yeah. to add to the comedy experience of everything else on top of everything I said earlier, also pool tables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, makes don't, it that. Don't want to turn off the TV. No, no, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <I> remember, <laughs> that's true also. They didn't turn off the TV. I remember yeah. because the X Games were going on or or something like that and they were doing the bicycle. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, and I'm watching, I'm like more interested 
in watching these yeah. bicycle stunts than I am performing for the 12 people oh, who God. are waiting for a pool table. <laughs> I remember doing a lot of those gigs, and then you finally get in into the clubs. Yeah. And you're like, thank God I'm in the clubs. Yeah. And then the club serves fajitas during oh. the show. And they walk through and it's sizzling and smoking. And, That's hilarious. And it's like, so you, you just feel the whole attention of the whole audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go yeah. To that. Oh, God. That's never going to change. No, but those rooms, man, starting those rooms just like motivates me more than anything else. You know, because the business is such a roller coaster sure, and stuff. Sure, of course. And, I have talked to my fiance about that, but it's like I, I always feel like on the edge of getting kicked out by the entertainment business, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh yeah, and it's like, and I'm like one of my main motivators is like, please, I don't want to have to work those rooms again. <laughs> I do not want to have to work the pool table, right. TV right. on. It's like I'll kill somebody. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, man. I mean, like I'm in a. Uh, I also write for television a lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I have, tur- I've had to turn down so many gigs lately because my wife's, my our agreement is. My yeah. wife will work on a movie for six months. Then I'll get a, you know. Well, what does she do? She's a costume designer. Get out of here. My yeah. fiance is a costume designer. Uh, oh, like, really? uh, was She just quit to, to move up to Idaho, but she was working on Supergirl. Oh, okay. Uh, up until December. Okay. And then, and then went up to Idaho. But What's she was um, uh, Lindsay Redziminski. Lindsay Redziminski. She mostly worked as a costumer or uh, a shopper. Okay. Yeah, but okay. she did. She did. Uh, she was a costume designer on like a few projects. Mm-hmm. And then she never, she, she wasn't, uh, and she would say, just not willing to kind of put in the time the time sure. to she she did she didn't want to dedicate herself that much she, okay. she she liked she preferred shopping because she got off a lot right right yeah yeah and just got to you know she likes to zip around and talk to people on the phone in the car and, yeah and she's good at that but yeah that, that's crazy man there that's are crazy. plenty of jobs in this business that take just as much hard work and time to be a like celebrity Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As it does. So I could totally understand her not putting, you know, yeah, it's yeah. a huge dedication to yeah, putting time yeah. into stuff. But, uh, oh, that's cool. What I was saying was, yes, yeah, so you know, work, works on a movie, yeah. then, I, uh, then I hit the road or get a writing job or both, which, right. and it yeah. worked great for a year. <laughs> and then the last three years, it's been, it was my turn to get a staff job, goose egg. Yeah, nothing. it's tough right, to right. time and it. And then man. as soon as she gets, as soon as she gets, then you signed, get offers. And I, I, I'm not lying. This last time, I turned down six writing jobs. Dang man! And so now I'm thinking, like, now that I'm searching because she's off. Now yeah. I'm searching. People are like, ah, let's call Murr. Nah, nah, he's doing that stay home dad thing. He's not. Yeah, he's yeah, not. yeah. So now I have to re. <laughs> You've gone down the pecking order. I have of their list. Yeah, it's so I tough, have, man. And so now I've got to keep got email every day. Hey, I'm just I'm back. <laughs> yeah. let's do it. Uh, now do you now because I I did a last couple of years, I did a bunch of reality show like mm-hmm. um, producing jobs mm-hmm. like that were basically writing. Sure. And then just, I only did one like um scripted like a sitcom uh-huh. uh job. But is that is that the kind of writing you do? Is like the is uh, like sitcoms or I like, do well I've, lately I've been freelancing in late night. So oh, well, that's uh, cool, man. Mostly Seth Meyers re- recently, like so, uh, monologue jokes, uh, very like random stuff. Like seg- they'll shoot stuff uh, to yeah. air on the weekends during Saturday Night Live, so they'll send it yeah. to me. I'll produce it and write it out. And wow, and man, that's it, cool. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll watch their episodes and live from New York, you know, and they just like yeah. cut together four 15 minute different promos, you know, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's been a lot of fun, but it's a freelance, so it's it's not. Yeah. It's not steady. As a matter of yeah, fact, I, yeah. I emailed him yesterday. I'm like, hey, anybody taking a vacation soon? I'm like, nope. Uh, like, yeah. All right. We could have uh, worded that a little more. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Nicer, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, God. but I love, like, I don't know. It's like, I, I love, uh, real back, Dan and I don't really know each other yeah. that well. So sorry, Gary, you have to hear the story again, I'm listeners. But I started out, doing, you know, 
sketching improv, then I got into stand up, then I got a, a pilot deal off that, and then I was doing after that fell through, I did stand up, and I got really fried out on it. I quit, wrote for television for six years, and then I got back into stand up. Yeah, and now I have everything I want in stand up, but I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like now I can headline and go around the country for yeah. two weeks out of the year, yeah. and yeah. now I don't want to leave my kid for that long. Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. The balancing, it's a, I'm trying to get the right balance in here between writing and being out of town. Like, I'm going to the Middle East next week. Wow, and yeah. that's going to be that's gonna be my longest trip away from my kid, which would be about 14 days. Okay, okay, yeah. Something like that. You ever yeah. go uh, for the, do shows for the troops? I never have. Never. It just never came up. Yeah. Like, never had the thing. I've done international stuff, uh-huh. like uh, South Africa and Amsterdam. And oh, stuff, did you do but, the South Africa Festival? Yeah, I was there for a month. Oh, really? Yeah, it was fun. How was that festival? I know, I know, like, Kira's done it. and uh, Right. Who's the Greek guy? Tsarukas? Tsarukas? I, I forget his name. I apologize. Uh, Angelo Sarukas. Oh, or no? Oh, Sarukas. Oh, and then uh-huh. Ian Bags done it. How yeah. is it? I, I had a blast. Is it in Sun City? Um, it was, uh, no, we did two weeks in Johannesburg, okay. one week in Durban, one week in Cape Town. Oh, good surf uh, spots. Yeah, but I'd like to go to, uh, I'd like to do some more international. I'd like to do Australia. That's what I've been trying yeah. to figure out. But, but yeah, no, I, I, but I have, I, you know, I have the kids as well, but my kids are with my ex mm-hmm. w- oh, half the time anyway. Okay. So I'm like, well, you know, what do I care if I'm on the road or not? And I, and I really, sure. I really uh, like it though. It's funny. I've, I've done like the writing, producing mm-hmm. the comedy stuff back and forth. And man, I've just decided recently, especially that like, I don't. I'm still always trying to sell my own projects, right, right. like you know, pitching, you know, some some of that kind of stuff. Sure. But uh, I feel like I always have one unscripted, one scripted going around anytime. Mm-hmm. You know, fingers crossed. Right, of course. That lottery ticket. <laughs> but like uh, stand up, I, I just I want to see if I can push farther with stand up because it's yeah. definitely like after playing around with everything else, it's still my favorite. You know, that's the truth with me, man. I still yeah. I still love it. You you've been around a long control. time too. You, yeah. you still love it, don't you? Still, or are you done? Yeah, I, yeah. I just wish I had more work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when you're working too much, you're like, God, oh, I wish I had some time. I know. It's like, yeah, it's, the worst. Yeah. it's yeah. definitely grass is greener yeah. type situation. But I had this epiphany because I thought, oh wow, now that Frank's older, I can start taking him on the road, and the family can go on the road yeah. together. I did that this weekend in Fort Lauderdale. What a nightmare! Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Was, it was all. You don't get anything good from the road. No, you don't. All the good <laughs> stuff of the road is all, taken away from you. And all the negative stuff from home comes with you. <laughs> so That's funny. Like, That's funny. I couldn't drink as much as I wanted because I only really yeah, drink yeah, yeah. when I'm on the road anymore. Yeah. Uh, couldn't drink. Couldn't really sleep in. Yeah. You know, had to. And then when I did sleep, I stayed at my father-in-law's house. My yeah. father-in-law was like, well, my wife dated a loser. <laughs> all oh, he does God. is sleep all day or married a loser. And so, they're on vacation. Yeah, yeah. Let's go do things. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to go do things. And then my yeah. poor wife, who, and I swear to you, it's the truth, Dan, Gary, I am not lying, hand to God, when I'm on the road, I'm up at eight. I used to be able to sleep in, but now with the kid getting yeah. me up here, this time, I'm forcing myself out of bed at 1130 because I'm not falling asleep till four or five. And right. yeah. Mary's like, don't you ever tell me you get up at eight on the road again. Uh, no, I'm like, no, yeah, I swear it's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever take your kids on the road when they were younger? Or? I have. They, yeah, they've, they've come on the road with me uh, when they were younger, and then I brought them to like shows. Like mm-hmm. the kids were down last summer. Um, oh, when I'd go to like a night at Brea or something like oh, that, yeah, I'd yeah. have them just hang out in the green room. Cool, which was fun. I actually, I didn't come on stage at the end of that show. And oh stuff. yeah, but so but they're like they're like they're pretty self contained. Eight and ten, they like read and mm-hmm. hang out. They're pretty well behaved. Sure. Um, last time with uh, Regan, uh, they my son brought my son on a couple shows that yeah. way, and so that was fun. Oh, the kids but, love Brian Regan too, man. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's like I'm more worried about them. It's 
just because listening yeah, 90%, you threatened to punch somebody in the well, face. Well, ninety percent of my act is just like I don't want them to hear it. Right, right. You know, it's just. Well, that's it. Did we touch it because we were talking about it before? So I apologize if we touch this on the show or not. But how? Because you're not. You're fairly uh, dirty comedian. I don't know for lack of yeah, better words. What yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It's just fairly. It's like um. I, I mean, I. It's funny. It's like it's gotten more appealing to a wider group. I've noticed lately uh-huh. on shows where it's like you know, uh, white, black, younger, older. I feel like I'm hitting more where I used to hit more. Just kind of like younger, weirder, uh-huh. like the like an alter. Even though I was never part of the alt scene, sure. Fans of that liked right. me as well. It was like, but now it's just more brutally honest. Is yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to do. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, but I, I swear a fair amount, and right. then I, I feel like it's not as it's not like I'm up there talking about blowjobs and stuff. Sure, or I don't even talk about sex that much. Actually, none of my previous albums hardly even mention it. Yeah, but I'll but I'll get real like, <laughs> just um, I guess edgy for lack of a better sure, word. Sure. It's like you know, it's like right now I'm doing one of the bits I'm doing is about why I'm not uh, Christian and why I'm okay. not religious, and I just uh, make fun of the Bible. Oh, you, you know? and I should go on tour because that's what I'm starting on. You know, because my like, dad was a preacher's kid. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, and my, mine too, actually. Oh, hilarious. my grandpa is a Pentecostal minister. Oh, yeah. my dad was a Southern Baptist preacher. Oh, wow. Okay, oh, but okay. but I just talk about uh, and it came, but it comes. It's all storytelling. It's like mm-hmm. my kids asked me. They went to Bible camp. Asked sure, me sure. if they believe if I believed in Jesus and heaven and all that. And I just explained to them. You know, I'm just like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. And then I explained to the audience why I came to that because I tried for a long time. Sure. And I and I do this story of Lot about you know from Genesis mm-hmm. about him you know uh, getting his daughters pregnant right right and I'm like I'm out <laughs> you know but, but it's but it's this long thing but I'll but I use very descriptive uh, things to, I do the do unto others you know as you'd have done unto you about how even that there's some logic loopholes and I yeah, do this yeah. crazy scenario about you know what if you wanted a popsicle stick shoved in your ass and now you gotta wait for it to melt to come out <laughs> because it adheres to your colon you know like a tongue on a you know, like right, right, very yeah. powerful images. <laughs> sure. So it's like I'm dirty in that way. Right, right. Where it's like I'm going to say things that might offend you. Yeah. But I always try to not just be shocking. Right. It's always something that I believe in 100%. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I try to do the most intelligent breakdown of that as I possibly can. Sure, sure. Well, the reason I brought uh, yeah. it up is because Gary opens for Brian Regan a lot also. Yeah. yeah. Y'all got to be real squeaky. clean, squeaky, and not dark. And right. not and not dark, I would yeah. imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sque- you got into a little bit of a thing, didn't you? Uh, when I first started opening for Brian, yeah, I was uh, I did some stuff that was like not uh, just subject matter was a little off. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it wasn't even yeah much, but I right. I was single at the time. I have a girlfriend now, but I was single at the time, and I used yeah. to do a joke about uh, are there any single women in the crowd? You know, single women. Right, right. Let me just tell you, I know I'm not much to look at, but I put out. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. You know, but it's so that's not even. Yeah, there's nothing safe, dirty to but, it. Right. But his crowd. You, but there's an eight year old in the yep, crowd. Yep, sitting with her grandpa. A father <laughs> yeah. or, a, or a grandfather yeah. has to explain. Well, what did he mean by that? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so that in turn was, and then so this person had complained. Ah. Uh, Ryan is such a great guy and nice guy. Yeah. He he felt bad. And yeah. So he like. Made sure that the next time they were in t- town, clo- when he was doing a show closer, yep. mm-hmm. as close to yep. wherever they were, made sure they had tickets. He sent oh, a limo. Wow. Oh, wow. He sent a limo for it to pick them up. Jeez. Man. But, anyways, but that must have so, made you so feel like shit. To, <laughs> that must have made you feel terrible. But yeah. I because mean, I know you. I, I had to get, I got a call from his, uh, his manager uh-huh. who was on vacation in Mexico. Oh, God. He had to take time out of his vacation to call and 
and he was super nice about it. Mm. And he, he says, he goes, look, yeah. he says, I know, he says, there's a reason that Brian asks you to do these because he likes you and he knows that you do a great job and, right. yeah. and you're clean yeah. and stuff like that. He says, but you got to think about some of the content. Yep. And he says, even though he says what I was told, what you said, he says, I, n- I understand that. He says, that wasn't dirty. Yeah. Right. He says, but you have to keep in mind. Yeah. So that was one of those things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. God. You know, and then I had to, you know, then I apologized because I felt bad. Of course. I apologized to Brian. Yeah. And he was like, no, he says, it's okay. But he says, he says, yeah. This oh. is what Rory said. Oh, I think yeah. about and if you're, so it. Was you like, think oh, about God. so many things, that, you know, open up for, at least I do, where I'm just like, I scrutinize every single bit. I make sure that it's like, okay, like, is this okay? Yeah. Would I to be able to tell this to my daughter and my grandpa? Okay. And have both of them be like, whether they think it's funny or not, have them right. both be like, okay, that's yeah. not offensive. You know, it's like, right. I, I mostly just do like, I have a little bit of relationship stuff about Lindsay and I, like basically me thinking she talks too much right? and her and you know, it's like so things right. like that. I have some things about my kid's stepdad. He's a real big guy. And I'm mm. like, really? I couldn't get like a <laughs> little, little guy that I could easily yeah, intimidate. Yeah. You, or, like- you know, some silly Silly stuff there where I'm the victim, yeah. Yeah. you know, like self-deprecating, and then I just have some opinionated stuff about like our jury system and stuff. But it's you don't have to know anything about the legal system to understand it. Right, like right. a kid just gets like I'm not playing their game, sure, you know. But it's like God, I have, but it's like the level of and out of. I mean, I have getting ready to put my fifth album out in like a couple months on. Uh, uh, you know, out of all of those five albums, right. it's, it's like I gleam. 15 minutes of stuff that like fits all the criteria right. or 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes of stuff that fits all the criteria. You know, yeah. I feel bad when I work with him cause he watches the set and it's like, I want to tell him, I'm like, I swear to you, I write so much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I just can't <laughs> show you any of it. You know, right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. No. And that, like I said, so that being said, I, I tend to try to write like that. I, uh-huh, I want to okay. write super clean, Stuff you know, I watched Brian, and I was like, "Well, it can be done. Yeah, yeah. It can, you can yeah. be successful at it. So why yeah. not?" And you know what? It's 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 more challenging to write that way. Sure. But I think it's 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 great. And if and when I get to do television, or when I do some yeah. television, mm-hmm. I don't have to switch it. Yeah. I don't have to change yeah. anything because I've already. It, this is how it was written. This is how I've always performed uh, it. Sure. And I don't have to. You know, if the if the word fucks in the middle of it, I don't yeah. have to go frickin' or whatever. Right, and right. Everyone goes, oh, he, he like, no, is at that point, you know, yeah. or whatever. So that's true. When I've done like late night and stuff, so it's, yeah. it's like I've always had to. I've always been frustrated with late night, where it's like I've I've, I've only done like I think four spots total. Right. But, By the way, your last Conan was great. Oh, thanks, man. Conan. A couple months ago, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that I'll was fun. That, I'll post that on the page. Oh, it was thanks. Great. It was a great set. But, but you know what's funny is like even that, it's like I have figured out the last couple late night spots how to do. You know, I think a good job. I do well with the crowd there. I know. Sure. I know how to do those now. Right. But they're never rewarding for me. Even that one, I believe in that material. This material I do. Yeah. But it's like it's always a little bit sanitized from the way I would prefer to do it. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing for me. It's like I uh, I love clean comedy. I love you know dirty whatever like that. Right. But I used to see I used to buy into that like oh it's harder to do clean comedy and I and I totally disagree because I've written both yeah. so yeah, much yeah. and it's like way easier to sell a non-offensive relationship piece to an audience than it is to be like, I don't like Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> to get people to buy into that, yeah, that yeah. takes some fucking work. Yeah, oh, that yeah, That takes man. some finesse. You really yeah. got to like, eh, I'm going to soft sell this guy. Yeah, I got to yeah. throw him a curve over here and they hey, <laughs> hold up a shiny object over here. And, you know, but it's like, yeah, well, but, but for me, it's it's changing though too, where it's like, I have a, I just did a thing on This Is Not Happening uh, for Comedy Central too. Oh, Ari's show. The Ari's show. Yeah, yeah. And that was way more fun because I'm like, I get to do anything. Yeah. There's no content restrictions and I, and I feel like, 
oh, you get to see me, be yeah. me. And that's what I've always liked about albums. It's yeah, like yeah. I don't censor myself at all. Like, oh, no. You know, I, I agree 100%, man. Like I always say... I, I'm like the Grateful Dead. You got to see me live. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean. Yeah, because yeah. and <laughs> the, and my album, I have a story on my album which I just I was gonna do for the check check drop. Yeah, you know, and then I was yeah. gonna delete it. Okay, but it was it got such a great response, and it yeah. was it was part of the tone. Yeah, it fit right. the tone perfectly. I left it in there, and that yeah. will, that story will probably never be told on stage again or anything right. like that. And it got a great response, and it's yeah, going if it works, right it works. That arc, man, and yeah. that's the complete antithesis of late night. <laughs> I know, yeah, it, it is tricky where it's like, you know, late night, I, I do very much get it now. You, mm -hmm. The audience, and a late night audience, they're not looking to laugh as much as they're looking to be cued to respond. Mm -hmm. They want like a hard rap, like definitely yeah. laugh here. This yeah. is where you hit and then you pause. Like Ted Alexander is a good guy to watch. What mm -hmm. he does, he has that down pat where it's like he'll you say something clever, sit. Yeah. Let them, okay, all right. Now, right. and then they feel like they're included. And then you just kind of keep that rhythm, yeah. you know, going, which is so different than um, I like the energy, I guess that jazzy energy of a club live yeah. set where you can plow through those responses and you can tag and twist mm -hmm. and stuff. Right. That stuff doesn't work on late night. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like I saw Patton Oswald, who I love uh, his albums. Um, I haven't listened to his last couple, but I loved his older stuff. Yeah. I saw him do one of my favorite bits he ever did on Letterman and he ate it so hard. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it wasn't a simplistic uh, setup, punch, mm -hmm. twist, sit. Yeah. It was a meandering, crazy story right. that is great to hear on an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, the the crowd was like, I don't know when to applaud. <laughs> I don't. When am I supposed to yeah, yeah, participate? Yeah. You know. And it's just like they couldn't figure out the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And it just looked muddy. <laughs> yeah. And man, running a late night set in a club, if that's, oh, that's all you're there to do, is awful it's a yeah. nightmare no you know because you got to do your six minutes and you know what though i found on that just a, a tip for whatever it's worth i started when i when i knew i had a beat on one or whatever uh -huh. like that i would run it to start i mean obviously you say like hey guys thanks you know whatever do right, your local right. reference then go right into that so they have no non-late night rhythm that they're getting used to before you do that so, so it's not like an abrupt why oh, is okay. he being disconnected now right just start with that and, uh, and I feel like it forces you to be a little more conversational. Oh, okay. And then that carries over. Like, I was happy that the last late night thing I did felt the closest to a club performance I've uh -huh. ever been. Okay. Because I got used to running punchier, quicker jokes right. in weirder, you know, like clubs or whatever okay. like that. Oh, and, that uh, makes sense. But I see some guys trying, a lot of guys try and put them in the middle. And I don't think that's the best way to do it because you know, you have your long form or whatever, and then it's like this weird 180. It's like, okay, without yeah. warning the audience, now I'm going to do tight, crisp little da 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 Yeah, yeah. And it kind of the audience, I've seen it happen where they're like, what's what's happening now? Or yeah. announce it, like I saw Eliza do, which I thought was brilliant, actually. Oh, really? She just said, I watched her do a set in town. She's like, all right, you guys, I got to do, a, I got to warm up a set for blah blah Yeah. So it's going to seem weird uh, because I'm not going to, you know, be addressing what's happening around here. Right, right. But just give me five minutes to try this out. Oh, very cool. And then I thought that, I was like, oh, just be so simple. Because then the audience was like, oh, we get to hear a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a little preview of what she's going to do. And they were very into just kicking back. They were more enthusiastic then. Sure, sure. And I was like, oh, that's great. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I'll have to try that. Yeah, well, like I said, when I worked at Comedy Magic Club, when we had Leno down on Sundays, mm -hmm. mm. he would do his regular set, and then at the end, he would go, hey, I got I to gotta do, you know, yeah. this is when he was just 
co-host. He, he didn't have oh, the job. Wow. Yet. Gary started out working at Comedy Magic Club. Yeah. Oh, wow. So That's he would go, hey, I got to do the Tonight Show uh, next yeah. week. Mm-hmm. And I got some jokes. So, and he would just read them from the card, just like no expression. Just wow. Like, bah, 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 and see what kind of reaction would that would get. And then those would get, oh, you know, okay. they yeah, would yeah. separate the good ones from the, the bad. bad there, yeah. Knowing Man. that, okay, just plain... No expression, yeah. no no performing the the joke. Sure, uh, it's already getting a laugh. So. Wow, that's so an interesting, interesting way to do and it. The audience loved it because yeah. they were like getting a glimpse and oh, this is yeah. how it works. Oh, this, this is, is a pre. We're going to yeah. see this next stuff, week. You know, so, listen. Yeah. I mean, I always a lot of times uh, audiences, especially on this show, come off as uh, we talk, we say they're morons, <laughs> but <laughs> um, they're smart. Yes, they know yeah. when. When something changes, they know the difference between a riff and yeah, a joke, yeah, they do, and yeah. they know what's real. Yeah, yeah. And and really, what I yeah. what I my goal in life and what I try to do all the time is make those riffs look, make the jokes look yeah, like, yeah, like the a riff. riff. You know yeah. what I mean? That's well, what that's we all try now, to do. Though, I mean, I, I just did. So we're a little warm in here. I apologize. Well, okay. I, no, no. Yeah, just I just teachers. did a spot comedy magical, which I haven't been down in a in a while. Mm-hmm. Like I so said, when I first worked it, it was like a regular club Tuesday through Sunday. Wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was the host. Yeah. I was the house MC. And then we had a uh, feature act. Yeah. M- either a magician or some kind of variety act, and then a headliner who did yeah. forty-five. Well, that's out the window now. It's all yeah, showcase yeah. shows now. It's yeah. All it's all you know. It's ten comedians all mm-hmm. doing eight minutes. Yeah. And there's no hey, I want to try a couple new things. It's like because you're yeah. I'm following Pressure's Alan on. Havey and yeah, and, and, yeah, you know, he's always there. Gerard Carmichael was, yeah, was yeah. on the show, yeah. and you know, yeah. and Larry yeah. Miller, and like this, yeah. And everyone needs to do an eight minutes, and you don't want to be that guy that that yeah. is like. And the, like I said, the audience knows yep. when you've kind of weirdly thrown something in. Yep. It doesn't look polished. Well, everybody's running like their TV sets there, so it's all sure. so polished. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. And so up, snap, so that they've all all oddly trained that audience to that look it's going to be 10 comedians they're all going to be great yeah and it's like yeah and you don't yeah. and you don't want you to can't be that, take chances you yeah. don't want to be that guy yeah. that like was the lull and like everyone yeah. except that one guy He's right like, god dang it it's, it's, <laughs> it's high like, pressure it's there now fun and it's fun but it's not no, fun i agree yeah. I, I only go there if i have eight a minutes yeah I, I only go there if i have a late night set to work on because oh, otherwise really? i do not enjoy it yeah. yeah because of that same thing it's just like oh so i'm getting like i don't know paid whatever like 15 bucks or yeah. not even or I get a free meal. I, I got to drive all the way down there right. to do stuff I know works already. Right. And but be stressed out about it. Yeah. You know, I got to yeah. be like stressed out to hope that my stuff that normally works still works. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, don't get me wrong. It's a it's a great club. Sure. Yeah. It's great. It's an amazing great staff. place to start. Great staff. I mean, yeah. Back in yeah, the yeah. day when I started. Yeah. And I mean, the I food, with, the free meal is great. Yeah, it is good. Worked, food's best, good. Some of the best food in the club. Best of the best. Yeah. And it was, you know, but yeah. man, it's, it's, it's hard now yeah. where you go, like you said, you go, I, this is all yeah. stuff that already works. So. The other place like that, which I don't know, I'm going off my friend Gary Goldman, is the Comedy Cellar in New York. Okay, I've never done it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done it either. And, and she has her group of like 50 or 60 comics sure. that she uses. Right. And it's two shows, seven days a week, because it's the Lower East Side, and that's where Chris Rock is coming. That's where wow. Louis C.K. is coming. Yeah. That's where all the big names are going. And Gary Goldman says, I go on the road to develop material for the comedy cellar, for the ten minutes at the comedy cellar, <laughs> right. that's because crazy. I don't want to ever tank it there and then get put right at the bottom of the list again. Wow! Because you're following Louis, Chris yeah. Rock, Bobby Collins, you know, like the old guard, you yeah. know. And so, God, you know, see, it's funny. I, I, maybe just because it started in the Northwest, I've never bought into that model. Where, and I've argued with you know my friends about it. Sure. Of like, you got to go to New York to be a great comic. You got to do this. Right. And I'm like, fuck all that. Mm-hmm. To be a great comic, you have to write great material. 
period. Yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. You can do that from wherever. Right. You don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to do any shows. Mm-hmm. It's like my goal in this has always been the same. My primary goal has been to find, to connect with an audience out there mm-hmm. and to have them like me enough to want to come see me live and to have enough of those people do that to let me continue to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's like, that's why I'm comfortable, like, you know, even heading back to Idaho. It's like, like Carlin's always been by far the best guy to me. He's right. always been my favorite by yeah. leaps and bounds. Sure. Because I just love his, his, it's like, you And know, you both don't like Jesus, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, he, <laughs> now I feel like such a hater on that. I, 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 that is one random example, by no, the way. There's listening. no judging on the show, yeah, man. But yeah, I'm not, no, no, I'm not gonna, on. I have plenty of Christian friends. It's Plus, I'm excited to talk to you because I've been doing a bunch yeah, of religious yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to talk to you off the mic. Yes, yeah, about, yeah, me too. Um, but, uh, but I just, I just love that, you know, it's like, no one's wondering. Carlin was never wondering. It's like, oh, I wonder if I can follow Pryor at the uh, right. cellar, or I wonder if I could follow. Right. You know, it's like he just he had his crowd, and then that's it. That's all yeah. he needs. Stanhope is one of my favorite guys, sure. uh, career wise. Lives in Bisbee, Arizona, yeah. off yeah. the grid. Yeah, goes to England, uh, does his shows there, does his shows in I think Australia, and that's it. And he's yeah. he's amazing. He's yeah. amazing. But he by was the way, in town I'm, last week. I'm so bummed. I've oh, been trying to get him on this show. And God, I didn't realize he was in town until he's he was so gone. strong, man. He's yeah, so yeah. strong. But you know. We were talking about uh, when you Leno about how he would build material for a late night set. The coolest thing I ever saw, it was like my fantasy. I'm like, God, I wish I could do that. Is the way Carlin would build his hours. I got to see his last tour early on, mm-hmm. like after he had recorded the the second to last HBO special he mm-hmm. did. So he's building material for his last hour, and he just had a stack on a stool off to the side of the stage. He had a stack of um, printed paper. And he would go, he would glance it, glance at it. I mean, just, you know, not try and be right. discreet about it. Like, bend over and really look at it. Walk back to the center of the stage. Do, you know, premises sure. from whatever that page was. Evaluate. You could see it in his eyes. Like, all right, I kind of like how that went. You know, oh, that didn't yeah. go too well. Go back, toss that page, glance at the next yeah. page, and, and repeat the yeah, whole yeah. show. And it was like, I'm sure there were some audience members that were like, oh, man, we right. wanted to see the, the big stuff. But for me, I'm like, this is amazing sure. to yeah, see this yeah. guy build the beginnings of, you know, and it was great to see some of it not work. Sure. And it was great. It's like, man, you, you can't get any more prolific or better than him towards oh, yeah. the end there. And Absolutely. he still had to feel every piece out. Absolutely. You know? Not to, not to one up you, my friend. Oh, no. <laughs> you got to work with him? No. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> I never did. Um, yeah. I worked the comedy store when I first started out here. Okay. And he did seven sold out nights. To run wow, his special, oh man, and it must have been like this was two thousand. So I have three or four specials before before he died, and so not only did wow. I make a ton of money uh, taking tips to get people in, but <laughs> I got to sit in the back and watch him. And he had a, a like a church table is what I call him with a uh, yeah with a like this table right here yeah with a tablecloth on it and like you said yep. four or five different piles of pages. And he went and I got to watch him from Monday. Do a joke. Wow. You get to and work it all week and yeah. place it different areas and rework it until the thing was done at the end of the week. Jesus, man. It was man. great. And then I've told the story a hundred times. I'll tell you off mic, you know, but hanging out with him afterwards and talking to him was a blast. God, that Shandling is so great. Shanley was like that too. Yeah. I used to work wow. with, I used, I used oh. to, I used to work I, Shan, with Shanley wow. all the sure. time and, uh, cause he always, he always came down to comedy match. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he just felt comfortable down there and, mm-hmm. and it was, <clears throat> more that's of a regular 
uh, audience for him. Sure. That's the only place I ever saw him. Seven. I only got to meet him one time. I saw him in, and, and he did, in the green room there at Comedy Magic, he took over. Like it was like one of the showcase shows we were talking about before, but right. he was doing his show afterwards, like his full. Sh- I don't mm-hmm. know. They did right. two two shows that night or whatever, and the second one was his. Right. And so towards the end of the showcase, he came in and he had all these papers that looked like yeah. a detective <laughs> trying to oh, crack yeah. a case all over the table. And you, and you it was scribbles. <laughs> yeah. And there was there, there was you know rings from where someone had set a drink <laughs> on it and it had it, in you know wow right, smeared right, and whatever. Right. And it was, yeah, but it was really interesting. And he was always, like I said, he would come down. I remember him coming down once and he said, he goes, goes, you're not going to believe this. We went to the White House and he says, I met President Bush and he asked me to, uh, if I wanted to come to some state dinner Uh like this. He goes, I don't know if I'm going to go. And I go, why would you not go? And he goes, well, I don't. And I go, "You're, you're bound to get. Some kind of bit out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, of sure course. Enough, That's what sold him. Ba- when he came back, he, 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 he goes, Gary, you're right. He says, he says, I got a 20 minute, he got a ah. 20 minute piece about going to the White House. That's and he tells great. Him all, you know, so yeah, so he was, man, he was, it was amazing to watch. You'd see it, you know, really. Putting work. together an album is just like, God, I love it so much. I yeah. love it more and more each time where it's like, I'm working on, I kind of, I have the rough draft right now for, uh, what'll be the sixth one? It's like I'm really like Jeez. trying to get it faster, and it's like, and I love my process went from note, spiral notebooks to now I um I write everything up in pages, just that word processing document, right? And I'll write each bit in its own document, separate them out, iCloud them so I can look at them on my phone right. uh, before the show, and then voice record the show, and then so I can make my notes on the bits afterwards. Oh, I feel no, that smart. makes sense. And then once they kind of get to uh, levels where like, okay, these these chunks work, and then I start to cr- put it into one document of like an order, right? And then shuffle the order around, and then I'll just revise. I'll have like you know uh, current set, you know version twenty nine right. or whatever like that, and it's all in order. But it's like so great. To just keep, you know, editing, editing, editing. I love that process. Once you get to the place where you have the order set, mm-hmm. they're working. They're not polished, but they're working enough to have a paid crowd and not feel like they're being ripped off. Sure, sure. Book back. <laughs> right, yeah. But you know that, like, oh, man, three more months in the oven. And this, yeah, yeah. this stuff's going to be real cook- really cooking. Yeah. 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 I want to I want to uh, read a text back and forth from Dan with me. Uh, we've been playing text tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get you on for a while. I'm glad it finally worked out. Uh, last time I had you on, I was trying to have you on was, like, Memorial Day or late, I don't know, like one of the yeah, big holidays what happened, yeah. or Easter. It yeah, was. yeah, and yeah. My, and two comics bailed on me. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> and right. I'm yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. can you do it Sunday? He's like, no, it's Easter. I'm like, oh, I oh, guess that's, that's right. why that's they right. bailed yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they bailed on me. But then I was like, we finally got him on. I said, hey, man, great to have you on. We'll see you tomorrow. Buddy Gary is going to be uh, filling in. And just to remind us, this is the Road Stories podcast. And you're like, perfect. Got some good ones. Oh, I do. I do have my. I, I. I know. I. I was just wondering. I'm like, I got these ones primed. <laughs> so I have a couple st- stories here of the my craziest ones. Some I've talked. I don't know if I've talked about them on podcast. Uh-huh. Definitely like green room stuff. Sure. I feel like the one that comics, which is the whole basis of the show. Yeah, yeah. The, the comics. Yeah, comics relate to the most is like. I feel like most of us early on had some kind of road story with it. Really, almost broke us. Like, really came close to making us go like. I'm out. Right. This is yeah. too much. This is not a career I want. <laughs> and uh, and I had one that, oh, man, I was um, not even a year in. I was really ambitious when I got started. You know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, sure. fresh out of college, was like, oh, man, just so gung-ho. And I'm hit harassing clubs to give me work. Yeah. And, um, and I'm in Spokane, Washington, just doing these bar gigs. And I desperately wanted to work, you know, quote-unquote, real clubs. And so David Tribble, the guy who booked all these one-nighters I worked – 
had a relationship. His name has come up a thousand times. Oh on yeah, the show. <laughs> he had a relationship with one uh, a club owner in uh, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, named Russ Rivas. I know Russ. I've worked with Russ. Okay, so sure. Russ, so Russ had Laughs Comedy Club, uh, and uh, that went under during two thousand eight. Yeah, during and the- could, couldn't have happened to a worse guy. Uh, I that guy was such a cock to me and so many people. <laughs> oh Russ really? Rivas, oh my god, he was really? a nightmare. I think he got humbled after he lost it. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good to hear yeah. because he was. The biggest asshole really? I have ever worked with wow. as a club. I mean, just like a cruel person. Wow. I'll tell you, maybe even off state, like you can, the mic. If you feel it for you, you can tell it on here yeah, if you but, want. Oh, okay. he the way he belittled some some comics in front of staff. I mean, it was it was like out of a movie. Really? He got real crazy for a while. <laughs> but um so so he was mean, which adds to the the thing of the story. So I got to to MC for uh a week for him, and then he had a, a relationship with Tucson. Last mm-hmm. Scotty got, so I got to MC a week there, and and then I got to feature for the first time in a club. In um, it was a club that went under right after, but it was in uh, uh, uh oh my gosh, North Dakota. It was oh now I'm blanking on the name. It was this weird place north of Fargo, two hours Grand. Forks, Grand Forks, Grand Forks, North Dakota. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Westward Ho. It was like okay. it had been there for years. Is that the one where you had to do a month there? The MCs would do six yes. months. Yes. What yeah, six uh, months? Six yes. months like boot. Like they would live I, yeah, there for half a year. Oh my god! Chad Daniels did that for half a year. <laughs> so it was this crazy, crazy. I've never heard of that. Yeah, but like it was like a, um they called it not an inter- internship but something like that. Like you got uh-huh. uh, and um but it was like the middle of no. It's so cold, horrifically cold place. You know and uh. And I got a week there, and I got them all three weeks in a row. But they were like two hundred fifty bucks, two hundred fifty bucks, five hundred bucks, you know, for the whole run. And I'm not even a year in. I like probably shouldn't even been doing these kind of road gigs. Mm -hmm. So excited and out of pride, I didn't want to, you know, lose money, you know, because I'm not even making money at this point with my uh, uh, wife at the time. Sure, I'm like I'm gonna greyhound it. So I'm gonna greyhound from Spokane, Washington, all the way to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh Christ! Greyhound to Tucson, and then greyhound from Tucson all the way across the country to Grand Forks, North Dakota. Ugh. Then greyhound it back to Spokane after that. Well, the first greyhound trip was 24 hours, mm-hmm. you know, uh, roughly, and it, it that I mean, you're literally getting people that just got their bus tickets from prison hopping on the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's like the first time they've been out of the joint. You are getting the dregs of society. Right, right. That are like, it's just, it's so depressing. It's so, you know, I'm having these experiences. Like, I remember, like, uh, you know, when people get on the bus, you kind of, like, try to avoid eye contact if you have a seat by yourself because mm-hmm. you don't want them to sit by you. Right, yeah. And I remember <laughs> running out. I was the last person that didn't have somebody next to me. I'm like, oh, please, please. Next person that gets on the bus is, like, this obese uh, a woman who was allergic to personal hygiene, like, like <laughs> deodorant had never touched her body. So I'm just like wedged into her just unbearably stinky armpit for right. the next, you know, five hours, that kind of stuff. Only to get to um, Albuquerque to be picked up by Russ, who was annoyed that he had to take time out of his day to drive the the MC to the condo and just gives me this speech about like how you guys, you co- stupid comics, you know, or such a pain in my ass. And so I'm like, Jesus, you know, this is my welcome to the club right, speech. Right. Uh, get to sleep on a couch. You know, there's not even a room for the MC. It's like there's a room for the feature, room for the headliner's yeah, yeah. condo, couch for the MC. The guy I was working with, I can't remember his name, Jay something. I don't even know if he's doing comedy more. Alcoholic who would talk my ear off to like dr- drunk out of his mind about his relationship with his son, like all these sad things, uh, to like four in the morning. And I'm like, dude, go to your room. Like, I can't, I can't leave. You can leave. Yeah, yeah. In my room. Yeah. And, uh, and that would be after bombing 
uh, oh. emceeing this club each night. I just had, I was not, I was real green. Yeah, sure. So I'm having bad sets. I'm going back. Uh, I'm, you know, like having to listen to him. Then I go to Tucson, you know, a uh, bus trip to luckily worked with some cool dudes. Right, right. But still having so so shows, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm, you know, I've been away from home for two weeks. Then I take, uh, it was like 46 hours oh. to go from Tucson, where it had been like in the 90s, to go to Grand Forks, North Dakota. And this was like, uh, they had a, it was like uh, April or something. And they had a late like snowstorm. Sure. So I get into Grand Forks snowstorm. They had lost my luggage, which I thought was impossible on a bus. On a bus. There was a bus <laughs> transfer. <laughs> there was a bus transfer in Omaha. My luggage didn't get put on the right bus. And I remember being nervous about that in Omaha and asking somebody, like, oh yeah, you're good by some uncaring bus employee. Sure. Get there. So now it's like I don't even have a coat. <laughs> On it is like twenty degrees. I'm wearing the clothes I've worn for two days on a bus already. Do a show that night. That club manager was um I didn't realize it, but the club was gonna close two weeks later, so he was checked out. Right, yeah. He didn't care about my plight at all. <laughs> you know, didn't care, wouldn't even like uh, offer to give me a ride to the bus station to go check on my luggage. I'm trying to call them. Even better, there had been a flood in that town the year before. Uh-huh. And the hotel that was the Westward Ho, where this club went on, it got massive flood damage, and it was unsafe uh, for people to stay, uh, except for me, apparently. They still let <laughs> me have... I was the only guest that had a room. Literally the only guest. He had some deal worked out still. There was a sugar beet processing plant uh, about two buildings down, where sugar the fumes... Beet. Sugar beet? Oh, beets. Beets, sugar like... Beets. Um, okay, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. And, and the smell, if you've ever been near one of those, it, it would um, make me dry heave. Yeah. It was so overpowering, the stink. So, like, I walk out my room of this horrible hotel, uh, don't have clean, don't have anything. Right. Um, you know, like, uh, <laughs> dry heaving. I go to, there's the only place to eat was a Chinese buffet across the street that served, like, little smokies and things. You know, classic <laughs> Chinese fare. Got food poisoning. Oh. So, now I have oh, horrific yeah. diarrhea. Oh. I'm throwing up. Uh do a show that night. Bom now I'm bombing from the so I'm just bombing for twice as long right. from the feature spot. <laughs> 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 like horrible shows. This is gonna suck for thirty uh, minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, and then, my, I, I finally like after like two days of being there, my luggage gets there. I have to. I literally. I I don't. I didn't have cash or like that for a taxi. You know, I'm so broke so yeah. starting off. My pride is just so wounded. You know, <laughs> where it's like. Uh, I walk through the snow a mile or maybe even more to the stupid Greyhound station. No coat, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Just like some sad, you know, <laughs> pathetic human. And I get there. They got my stuff. And now I'm lugging my luggage back through the snow. Oh. Somebody takes, I think, pity on me. Somebody is like pulls over, like gives me a ride, rides, gives me back to the hotel. I start to get out and they're like, well, and I'm like, what do you mean? What? And they're like, well, come on, man. I just give you, I just gave you a ride. I, that guy wants ten bucks, <laughs> like <laughs> just some random, just guy. some random dude. He just expected so, so for he wants money. So I'm like, fuck. So I do. I'm like, I give him, you know, like a little bit. So now I'm just like, I feel like there's no faith. I have no faith in humanity at all. Like people are not decent. And and that night, I I don't think I, I didn't weep. 
but I was definitely like teary-eyed sure. in the hotel being like, what the fuck if I don't, like I just wanted to go home. Right, right. I didn't want to be around these crazy, <laughs> the, the, I was working with um, Thea Vidal, was the headline of that last week, okay. and I'd only worked that one time and she was batshit crazy that week. <laughs> she was like, so it's like when I do the shows with her, I'm listening to her crazy ass <laughs> talk about her crazy personal problems and I'm like, I don't want any part of this business. <laughs> I don't want any, and I, that was a, oh, that, that story and meanwhile, my friends have all gotten jobs from college. Sure, sure. So just comparatively, you know, the ru- the route I was going to take right. is looking great for all my buddies. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I've made a horrible, <laughs> horrible mistake. I'm surprised you came back. That sounds awful. Yeah. You know, I, I did the Greyhound. Back. What saved me is I did the Seattle Comedy Competition about uh, a month later. Right. And I, and I had like the time of my life okay. and did well enough that... You know, but if if that competition would have went poorly after that experience, yeah. I have no doubt in my mind, I would have been out. Done. You wouldn't be nope, here today. I wouldn't be here today. It would I would be me and so, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but that, but that was like the mo- the saddest Dude, one. That is horrible. Yeah, that was just like to show what. How much know. was the Greyhound though? That's the greatest thing. Oh, you know, it's been Probably so like long. Bucks. It was <laughs> so cheap. No, it's forty five bucks insane. now. It was so it's cheap. Forty five bucks now. So re- it's got to be like. I well, remember working. The up. whole trip wasn't that much. Like all right. the various pieces, right. the sum total wasn't that much. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just remember working uh, the the Austin Comedy Club. Oh, Cap, Cap City. City. Or Cap Velveeta City, Room. Yeah, Cap, Cap, Cap City. Yeah. Velveeta Room. Also owned by the same people who had the one in San Antonio. Okay. So yeah. I had to get from Austin to San Antonio, which is really only like, I think it's like an hour and a half mm-hmm. by yeah. car yeah. or whatever, but there was no way to get there. So I, I was like, all right, I'm just break down. I'll just do the Greyhound because the yeah. condo was catty corner in San Antonio. It was catty corner to the bus station. Oh, so okay. I was like, so, yeah. oh, I get perfect. off and then walk right to the condo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was kept thinking, all right, this this is, you know, an hour and a half on a, on a bus is probably going to be... <laughs> it's gotta be 45 50 bucks whatever but i gotta get there like yeah yeah, yeah. i remember when i paid for it <laughs> 10 bucks <laughs> yeah, and all i could yeah, think yeah. it was like a cab home from lax to redondo uh, beach is 45 right, 50 right, bucks right. So I was like, yeah 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 <laughs> now you just get a bus oh yeah <laughs> yeah but apparently they're awful man oh. uh, kt was a kt tatara on here no Oh, Kevin Shea. I'm getting all all my Asian people uh, mixed up. No, he just told a horrific story about, hey, I'm just going to bus it to Vegas. And this was like six months ago, Mm -hmm. and it was a nightmare. Oh, but, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I never spent much time on a bus. No, that was, I was out after that. I mean, but that was, I mean, I mean, the one, just the one leg was almost, sure. 40, it was almost 48 hours straight. Oh, where man. Where it's like, that was just, it was insane. It was insane. <laughs> I would never, I would, I would rather quit than do that. <laughs> I, like I said, and I mean it 100%. I'm surprised you stayed with it. Um, <laughs> now you know where his anger comes from. Yeah, now <laughs> you know why you hate <laughs> Jesus. Talk, when you talk in the crowd, that's where it's going to come. He remembers it North comes Dakota. From <laughs> well, man, I can't think of a better story to end on. Oh, that was Thanks. great, man! What a what a what a great uh, news! What a great what a great uh, episode this turned out to be, man. Uh, Gary, where can we find you? What's going on with you, my friend? I am gonna be in Las Vegas on Monday. When does this drop? Oh, this come out tomorrow. Oh so, yeah, yeah, so I will be in Las Vegas. Happy Fourth of July, everybody! By the way, yeah, Fourth of July. July. I've never been in Vegas. Fourth of July. Oh, there. that's one of the holidays I haven't either. I wonder yeah, what they so do. I'll be in Vegas next this week. Okay, and. Uh, you can catch me. Uh, Come see you at the Laughs Factory at the Tropicana, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, nice. Laugh Factory at the Tropicana. And Mark Pitta, the very funny Mark Pitta. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. I used to book the Throckmorton. Yes. Which I'll be back up in September, which I'm excited about. More on that later. Dan cool. Cummins? I will be uh, in July. I'll, I'll, I'll have my shows. I'll be in uh, Dallas at Hyenas okay. uh, for a weekend in mid-July. I'll be at the Fort Worth one another weekend, like uh, the next week. Great. And then I'll be at uh, in Tri-Cities, Washington, and the Spokane Comedy Club the last awesome. week of July. What's the club in Tri-Cities? Uh, it's like Atomic Bowl. I'm doing like a one night there. I'm okay. doing just like the Wednesday night. So, yeah, come out to the uh, Jokers, I think it's called. Oh, in, yeah, yeah, in, uh, I believe it's in Richland. Is, yeah, yeah, is the, yeah, yeah. I heard that place is really good. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just doing a, a night there before the Spokane run, so. Okay, yeah. awesome. Mostly that one, Spokane, man, Richland, come on out. That's what I'm That's what I'm trying to do, and I've talked, and it's like when I have, I did this in San Francisco last month. When yeah. I have two nights off, I'm producing my own outside a club. I want to start outside, doing that. Yeah, man, and the response, and thank you again, San Francisco listeners who came out. It was a, it was a good time. I just, cool. I didn't do any TV. I didn't do any yeah. Print. I don't even do any radio. I just tweeted, yep. Facebooked, and got found as many San Francisco podcasts. Yep. as I could, and did those. And, and how, we had, and we had worked really out good. Good ticket oh, sales, that's man. Great. I and love I have to, get, that. I have love to it. give some credit to Tim Lee also because he, I, I, we kind of partnered up on yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, he, so he helped. PowerPoint out. guy, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. he's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, Tim's amazing. Tim, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tim's amazing. And I'll be doing some more shows with Tim. Actually, we're doing shows in San Clemente in August. Tim and I, and then we're gonna do. Uh, I do a. A tour of comics who surf. Gary knows about this. Oh yeah, probably Lockland and stuff. Yeah, yeah Lock, yeah, yeah. Lock headlined last one, and Tim and I we're going to be closing the Summer Swell tour in uh, La Jolla Comedy Store at the in September. So we'll be much more on that. That's awesome. Website or anything, Dan? Yeah. Website? Yes, uh, DanCummins.tv. Okay, GaryBrightwellComedy.com. Okay, great. And uh, listen, um, I'm doing the Road Stories podcast at the uh, Los Angeles Podcast Festival in September. It is a great festival. Yes, it's awesome. I've been in the last two years. Cool. Here's the deal. You can live stream it now. So it, it costs $25 to buy the live stream. So you buy the live stream. You watch the whole festival. That's so great. you can see my show on Friday, uh, Mark Marin on Saturday, Jimmy Pardo, Aisha Tyler, yeah. The Crab Feast. You get it all. And you yeah. can watch it for a month afterwards. That's the cool thing. If you go to it live, there's so many shows that are happening simultaneously that you don't get yeah. to see you don't. you got to make this a way, decision. This way, you... Uh, you can watch everything, right? Because they're all going to be recorded and and all that. It's awesome. Yeah. And so, um, but here's the deal: if you if you go, go to LA Pod Fest, I believe is the website. Um, if not, just Google uh, Los Angeles Podcast Festival. I'm googling it right now to make sure I get the right place. Um, go there, sign up for the live stream, put in Road as your uh, as your uh, promo code, and you get five bucks off. You get five bucks off to watch the whole so now it's festival. Wow. So now it's twenty bucks. Wow! So you get the whole festival uh, for that, and I think festival tickets are like one hundred and fifty bucks. You Jesus! Af- you can't afford <laughs> yeah. not to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got to take Gary with me everywhere I go. This is great. Um, my guest that that night is Greg Barrett. Oh, cool. which yeah, I great, am stoked great, for. Great. Greg's done the show several times. Tear up because that's going to be a horrible podcast. It's going to be a horrible close weep, if I do if it. If you right weep now. the whole time, <laughs> um, but Greg will be on. Uh, and what we're doing is, and I've done this before. Uh, Greg's a guitar player. I'm a guitar oh, yeah. player. Huh? I did this with uh, Chris Porter. We sat around, played guitars, and told road stories. Oh, I love that. It, I play guitar as well. Ball. Oh, really? Oh, we yeah. gotta you gotta come on and do it again. When we do it, we'll just sit around and play I guitars. I love that. I haven't jammed in forever. Now, oh yeah, it's a blast. It was one of my favorite episodes, Christmas. So Greg and I are going to do that. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you, I'm going to see some money from that. I get a little kickback from the live stream. That's great. But here's the deal. I know, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure there will be a Kristen Barrett GoFundMe. Yeah. And 
the money I get is going to go to that. Yep. So um, that's awesome. Do it. Get this live stream. If you haven't done yeah, it yeah. at all, get it this year. Yeah. Because that money's going to Kristen. You guys, thank you so thank much. You. Cool, no problem. What a great time for such a cra- kind of crappy day I've had today. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for coming out and doing this. Uh, come see these guys when they come to your town. They're hilarious. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mary. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns. And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs. And blacklists, bounce checks, great at Bachelorette. <laughs> Drunks in the front making out for your set And middle acts doing blow more missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon